This is Consenshu, the podcast episode 496 for the week of January 15th, 2023. Hey there, welcome back to Konzenshu, the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Konzenshu. Mm-hmm. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. My name is Mike. That there is Ken. Is this three in a row for you? It is three in a row. This time we're not going to talk about Granola. No, we're not. We're not talking about Granola. We're not talking about Bardock. We'll be back to Bardock very soon, though. Uh, This episode, we are looking ahead to 2023, which we are in right now. Uh, We're going to both see what's going on. We're going to predict what's on the horizon for the Dragon Ball franchise and the world of Akira Toriyama in general this forthcoming year. Uh, Longtime fans of the podcast know uh, we had historically and traditionally done the check-in on our predictions and make new ones for the new year, and we kind of lost that trail for a little bit. So I don't know if this is the kind of get our asses back in gear on that, but that's kind of what we're going to do. There's... Ken, Dragon Ball is in kind of a weird place for this year because the manga just started back up over in V-Jump, the Dragon Ball Super manga. We had uh, an unprecedented hiatus for the manga where it had several months off. Uh, it had run continuously. Um, really, Toyotaro has been running continuously for over 10 years. Uh, I'm looking back over at the shelf, and I can like pinpoint the exact issue. I think it's the November 2012 issue that wow. uh, Dragon Ball Heroes Victory Mission began over there in V-Jump. And he had one or two months off here and there um, between Victory Mission and then the Resurrection F manga, and then I think one or two between the Resurrection F manga and Super. And then Super had its, I think, three issues off, little hiatus there. Uh, I'll have to fact check myself there, but that sounds about right. Um, but Toy Tower's been going for a long time, but the Super manga is back, and other stuff is sort of going. <laughs> At the same time, I, I feel like we're in kind of a holding position, but also like the 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 world is our oyster here. Yeah, it's a little bit like pre-2013 yeah, yeah. feeling in the moment. Yeah, so we had Kai at, at that point that it was, was coming out, and we're just kind of waiting for the next thing before Battle of Gods, and it feels like we're just waiting for the next thing right now. I mean, we still, Xenoverse is still getting DLC, Kakarot's getting DLC, Fighters is getting a refresh coming up soon. So there's still a lot going on in the video game world, but yeah, as far as what everyone's paying attention to, yeah, we're just, uh, we're just reminiscing at this time. You mentioned Battle of Gods. I see there's a particular comment on Twitter that's going to bring that up. Yeah, there's uh, a lot to reminisce about and look forward to at the same time. So what we're going to do this episode, I have it broken down into some rough categories. We're going to look through um, what's going on with Dragon Ball this upcoming year and sort of make predictions about what we think is going on, where it's going to go. Uh, Without any further ado, let's get on into it. And as we chat right now, the first chapter, which is chapter... There's a website that would tell me, is it 89? 80? Somewhere, late 80s. Scrolling, uh, 88. I was almost there. Yeah, so chapter 88 of the Dragon Ball Super Mog is out. As we're talking, chapter 89 is due out next week uh, over in the, all right, I got to do that, the March 2023 issue of V-Jump. Um, so we're only one chapter into this new arc, which is not a new arc, but it's new material for an existing 
movie's storyline, which again, unprecedented for the Dragon Ball Super manga. We are in the superhero arc, which we know is a prequel material. To, it's weird to use the word prequel here because we're in an interquel with material that comes before material for something we've already seen, yet comes before material we know is already established to happen later. Dragon Ball got real confusing in the last 10 years. Um, that next chapter is coming out soon. We know it's a lead in to the actual film. And I was actually tossing this out to people before. I feel like there's been some weird comments about the superhero arc. Like, no, it's it's going to cover the movie. No, it's only going to be a lead in to the movie. And then we're going to move on. We don't actually know <laughs> what this arc is going to do, right? Yeah, it's... I was surprised that we even went beyond the one chapter. I really thought <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. going to be a one and done, but that it's going to continue on. But yeah, I mean, who knows what it's going to cover. I'm just along for the ride, see where Toyotaro takes me. He seems like he's having a lot of fun yeah, yeah. writing Trunks specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a feeling swept across the internet of, this is kind of like his AF. Oof. I mean, there have been a lot of comparisons people have drawn since Victory Mission. If you go back to Victory Mission, there is like a, a land of the dragons. Like, oh boy. Okay. Uh, you come over to here in the latest Super Arc and you've got the new uh, Great Saiyaman stuff going on. Oof. All right. It's really tough because we know that he's pitching ideas, but we also know that Toriyama is providing input. Um, As we're talking, they they just recently put up the second of, I think it's only a two-part interview with um, Victory Uchida and Toyotaro on the official Dragon Ball site. And even this early on, Toyotaro is saying like, yeah, Toriyama provided this idea, gave feedback on this. I think it was the thing like Dr. Brief and um, his wife that, that Toriyama had provided some input on or at least suggested that they do. So it's still the same kind of of yeah, maybe this one was a Toyotaro pitch. It's really strange because it's a Toyotaro pitch tied into a Toriyama original storyline. I feel like each subsequent arc is like this new unprecedented version of their own own storytelling. Uh, I kind of lost the trail of where I was going with that thought. <laughs> maybe it's just that Toyotaro's involved, Toriyama's involved. And I, I, you know, I almost get curious about how much did Toriyama discuss writing superhero with Toyotaro at any given point. Yeah. Not to ever imply that Toyotaro was involved to any sort of degree in superhero, but that conversation had to have happened at some point. Yeah. But we also know that a lot of stuff gets tossed out and into pre-production far earlier than you might otherwise think. I just think back to the tournament of power and when like Kale is being introduced, apparently they were already thinking about, reintroducing Broly and doing a new Broly storyline where at the time it felt like a reaction to Kale and like, Oh, let's do something. But apparently it was kind of concurrent. Um, And superhero we, we know was kind of in earlier development than you might otherwise think too. Um, There's a lot of people that, have questions about who knows what, when I, I kind of feel, yeah. uh, I want to know those answers too. How much does Toyotaro actually get to know about what's, uh, what are those conversations in the dragon ball room? Is Toyotaro involved or at least a fly on the wall? Did he know? <laughs> Chapter two is coming. We know we're leading up to, uh, the doctor being in jail. Uh, Toyotaro told us to look out for more high school antics and what's up with that Dr. Garrow computer disc. But other than that, we we don't know a whole lot about what to expect from this arc. We don't know concretely 
how much they're going to cover. I, I think you made the joke about you're going to get volume 20 of your manga up on the shelf and then you got to put the Blu-ray next to it. Is that truly what we're going to have to do? Are we going to get a full adaptation? If this isn't going to be a full adaptation through the movie storyline, are we going to get to a new arc much sooner than we had with Moro and Granola, where those went for about two years each? Do, do we think superheroes going to go for two years? I do, uh, if we... Cover the movie, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. if not, then then no. I think this will be maybe ten or nine chapters. So what that would put us through twenty two. Because my dream is still to have the manga, the Blu-ray, and then continue the manga. Yeah. Uh, I I don't see this being a huge arc. I mean, we know the backstory already of how Hedo ended up in jail. Mm-hmm. So right. I can't see like we, we we know the outline of it. So I can't see them really dragging this out unless we start going deep into the movie. I'm dying to know where this is going. You know, every new arc we get of which we only have three, I feel like, Oh, this is totally brand new. And who knows where this could go more so than before, because this is based on prior material. Who knows where this could go? All right. So let's just go over to general manga material. Kind of mentioned this, but super volume 20. So the current state of the Dragon Ball Super Manga collected edition in Japan is that volume 19 is out and there have been three more chapters beyond what is collected in volume 19. The collected volumes of Dragon Ball Super cover four chapters, four chapters of roughly 45 pages each. So it's only just now that we're getting another fourth chapter. Incidentally, this chapter was longer than most chapters, so it's actually longer than a traditional volume. So theoretically, Super Volume 20 could come out in Japan anytime now. I'm curious how they'll handle that. Um, over here in America, Volume 18 is due out in June. Um, there have been some long spaces in between visits, collected editions. Um, I've seen a lot of people point this out, but like this is actually an opportunity for the international licensees to kind of catch up with the collected edition, um, now that we had that three-month hiatus, that, that gives them some time to catch up there. At the same time, we're getting the you know, the the online digital simulpub. So, but at, on the other hand, of the other hand, I see a lot of people who only read it through the collected editions that they buy in print. So I feel like it, it's worth it to get that out there and catch up with it. Um, what's what's been um, your your buying habits with Dragon Ball Super manga in print? So I own the first three Viz volumes in print. Yeah. Uh, and then after what I saw they were doing with uh, that time I was reincarnated as Yamcha, mm. I decided I wasn't going to purchase <laughs> Viz Dragon Ball releases anymore, uh, which is really stupid of me. But Yeah, that's not fair. Uh, yeah, I have been purchasing it in Japanese, so I, I own all 19 volumes in yeah. Japanese. There's a lot of other Dragon Ball manga. I'm not sure if y'all heard about this, but there's a magazine called Psycho Jump over in Japan. Uh, it has three Dragon Ball manga series in it, and they keep going. The latest Super Dragon Ball Heroes manga series is Ultra God Mission. Uh, this is by Yoshitaka Nagayama. This is his fourth mainline series Heroes manga, and I, I put that asterisk there with mainline series because there was also Charisma Mission, which I don't know that I can explain in words. It's like these mascot characters that kind of slapsticky explain how the game works while also having their own serialized story it doesn't really exist anymore so it kind of doesn't count it never got its own collected edition just know it was out there but you may know ultra god mission because it's the current dragon ball heroes arcade game missions it does have a promotional anime that a lot of people see somehow 
watch. Ken, you seen some of those subtitles that people put out there for that that thing? Yeah, there was a uh, let's say a trusted subtitling group early on who was allegedly handling the series, and I watched those. And when they stopped doing it, I left Heroes. <laughs> I was not going to put up with anyone else doing subtitles. I know what that field is like. I'm not convinced those people have ever spoken English or Japanese before. Mm. Anyway, so there's a promo anime for Ultra God Mission. There's also a manga series running. Um, It just got its first collected volume. It's at 12 chapters right now, if I'm doing my math, and I maintain a manga guide page on the site, so I know it's 12. Um, Big Bang Mission, which came before it, was 15 chapters. Uh, Universe Mission before that was 12 chapters. Dark Demon Realm Mission kind of doesn't count because it came out, then went on hiatus, and then came back and ran alongside Universe Mission. Heroes manga is weird, y'all. The way you're describing this to me right now is precisely why I've never gotten into it. <laughs> because it, it doesn't make any sense. I don't know what order anything's in. Yeah. I don't know where to start. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I have looked at pages of it and go, what the hell is going on in this series? What are the Makayo Shin? I, I have no idea. You know what? Sometimes it's really cool. I forget. Maybe it was a, a few months ago, but there was a chapter that went something like 30 pages with no dialogue. I'm like, this is good. I understand this. These are fights that are happening. Uh, okay. So Psycho Jump, as of last year, went on hiatus itself and then came back. No, was that the year before that? I'm looking over at the shelf. I'm trying to figure out what years those all were. If that's 2023, so that was 22. So it went through monthly, most of 2022. Psycho Jump is monthly again, which means that the manga chapters are actually a little shorter than they used to be. So you kind of can't say that just because Big Bang Mission was 15 chapters, Ultra God Mission is going to be 15 chapters or 12 chapters. Who knows how long it's going to be? It could keep going, especially because the video game series with the Ultra God Mission missions in the arcade game, those are still, we'll get back to that. I have no idea how Psycho Jump is going to go. Um, this is the magazine that I wish would just cease publication because I do not have any more space to keep buying this magazine. But there are three Dragon Ball manga series that run in it. So I feel obligated to buy it. And now it's every month again. And I hate it. Um, there's another Dragon Ball series called uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes Avatars by Yuji Kasai. That's also, it's got two collected volumes. And what it, is this? And it's about this kid who idolizes Goku and just wants to be the best Super Dragon Ball Heroes arcade game player in the world. That's still going. Ken, you heard about this Dragon Ball GT anime? Have you heard about Dragon Ball GT? It's it, it's a big thing. I I have. I've heard about the Grand Tour. I have seen this anime comic on shelves, and it's more expensive than other volumes ah. of manga, so I have not dipped my toes in. Yeah, yeah. I have GT back here. I don't need the manga. <laughs> well, you know why your DVDs look better than the manga? Because the screenshots from that they're taking from the DVDs, they didn't change from 720 by 480 to 640 by 480, so they're actually a little bit stretched. Did you know that DVDs had uh, non-square um, pixels on them, and that's important that you take into consideration when you take screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, you know how we can't get a proper release of anything Dragon Ball related? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I mean... That's the way it is. Yeah. We have to accept that with this franchise. So the GT anime comic is still going <laughs> in Psycho Jump. They started at the Evil Dragons 10 years ago when that was relevant mm-hmm. to what was going on in GT. It's, it, 
This is that scene from that picture that everyone puts up. Is that from It's Always Sunny? It's always, yeah, Uh Charlie. Yeah, so yeah, I'm over here on the wall. I'm drawing diagrams of when the anime comic began versus Psycho Jump. And then Psycho Jump went bi-monthly, but now it's back to monthly. And because that was related to the Evil Dragons missions in Dragon Ball Heroes at the time. But that's not important anymore. But but they still do new forms for GT characters and heroes. So it's important that you still keep the GT anime comic running in the magazine. They're doing it like the Lost episodes. They so, they were so impressed with what Funimation did with GT. By golly, we'll do it ourselves. <laughs> By golly, they got it. Dragon Ball's so goddamn weird. All right, here's the deal. So right now, there's nothing on the calendar for February in terms of manga releases. Uh, Shueisha hasn't filled out their March calendar yet. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention Dragon Ball SD. Do you remember Dragon Ball SD? Uh, that's not in the magazine anymore. They're just doing it as YouTube stills. Um, but that still comes out every two years. I saw a little picture from I guess the newest SD where it's Goku on Namek and yeah. he goes Super Saiyan, but he instead of he goes Super Saiyan Blue. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on over there. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I don't know what the the manga landscape is going to look like this year. I assume we'll get some more collected Ultra God mission. Uh, maybe we'll get another Avatars collected edition by the end of the year. What I'm gonna do, yeah. is I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch a new manga. They got they had the fighters manga about kids who played fighters. Well, yep, yep. They got this. They've got a manga about people playing heroes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pitch about a manga about a guy who really likes Kakarot. Just plays it by himself. <laughs> it doesn't bother anyone around him. <laughs> okay, now now you got me. Now you have my attention. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Just a lonely dude playing a game by himself. Yeah. Shueisha will hear from me. I don't know what to say about manga. I think it's going to be a pretty standard year. We're just going to catch up with stuff and they'll keep going. Let's talk about home video. It's slightly more interesting (laughs) than manga. Uh, The latest video product for Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Um, It received its home release in Japan. It got a 4K Ultra HD. It got a standard Blu-ray and it got a DVD release. Uh, the green tint issue continues to haunt us over in Japan, unfortunately. The American release is due out in March. Uh, Crunchyroll is doing only Blu-ray DV combo. DV? DVD combo. Well, back the tape. Uh, we don't think we're getting a 4K version because they haven't solicited one. That's pretty much all that's on the horizon for America. All right, that's not entirely true. So... Crunchyroll is doing this thing where now that Funimation and Crunchyroll are one entity, they're kind of phasing out any existing Funimation stock and they're re-releasing stuff under Crunchyroll. You'll see this SKUs. I forget exactly what it stands for. It's like a retail thing. It's their, you know, their catalog numbers on things. So there's actually, for example, a new complete Dragon Ball GT box set coming out next month. That is just the exact same stuff that already exists from Funimation. Um, Jake Lunar made an important point. Like, oh, I wonder if they're going to actually re-encode the video to get rid of like the Funimation logos on it to put Crunchyroll on it. I kind of doubt it. I think they're going to repress the discs exactly as is. Kind of like when um, Final Bout got re-released over here um, by Atari Infograms, but it's literally the exact same data and it just has the Bondi logo at the beginning of the disc when you, when you load it up. I think it'll be that. I'm actually considering getting this release because it's better packaging than the one that's on my shelf. Yeah. The current, it's like the dumb slip cover. Yeah, over the two, right? Yeah. So give that to Goodwill. Mm. Then I'll get the new one from, is it a Walmart release? No, I I think it's widely available. It's up on Amazon. So I think you can just buy it. It seems oddly expensive though. I think it's up for something like 50 bucks. Whereas you can just buy the other one for like 20, I think. Yeah, I think I 
I bet at 35. Yeah. More interesting stuff is going on internationally, though. Uh, I can't remember if we've talked about this on the show, but hey, have you heard about this set over in France? Nobody tell anyone, but the French got it figured out. They, in the span of a couple months, said, oh, shit, no, that other one's bad. We're going to do our own AI upscale. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's very good. And then there's the side of things where they just put the broadcast audio on it. Uh... No one tell Toei. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wonder if they're ever going to find out. No one narc on them, all right? Because yeah. this is probably the best chance we're going to get for something good. Um, yeah, over in France, they put out, I think it's half the Dragon Ball, the first Dragon Ball TV series. It's an AI upscale, HD, Blu-ray release, 4x3. Looks pretty damn good. They threw on the broadcast audio, which is pirated audio sources from old fans who recorded generally to, I believe, beta uh, as opposed to VHS many, many years ago in Japan. The higher quality audio as opposed to the optical audio track on the Film Masters that Toei has. We call them heroes, Mike. Do we? Dragon Ball heroes. Oh, they, oh, they, they are the Dragon Ball heroes. <laughs> we found them. <laughs> I say all this, I don't actually know any of the story behind it and people consistently try to like get my comment on it or try to figure out what my involvement is it's literally zero and i like it that way i like knowing nothing about it and i like having no informed opinion about it whatsoever i have plausible deniability it's not even plausible it's real deniability they just think you're miami mike and so you're involved in the tape <laughs> we'll, scene we'll, man we'll talk, we'll talk about dragon con later again that's for you <laughs> after dark <clears throat> um i'm Curious. I keep looking to see when part two of this Blu-ray release is going to be announced. Because if they put that one together in two months, couldn't they do this other one real quick? Like, get it out there before Toei says something. They have, uh, what, it's like 150-something episodes. So I'm trying to think how fast can they get through all of Dragon Ball and uh -huh, Z uh -huh. uh, before they're caught by the man. Yeah. GT is a little up. different because I believe the actual broadcast or maybe the Animax rebroadcast did have stereo masters. Like GT does actually have stereo masters in Japan. It might be a weird thing. I forget. I read up on this at some point. Like episodes one through four didn't broadcast that way and maybe one through eight, but then the rest does have stereo recordings somewhere. So that's GT. But hey, France, hey, AB group, get that out there while you, while you still can. <laughs> they make better home video releases than they did those toys in the 90s. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, man. I got a couple of those over in that closet over there. Those are some gnarly Back figures. In my closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No character. Super battle collection all the way. So that's Japan. That's America. That's France. Um, what else do we think could happen, might happen? Can we have sitting out there Toei's own um, Blu-ray remaster of the old films? Um, Dragon Ball 1 through 3, DBZ 1 through 13, the 10th anniversary movie. Those got Blu-ray releases in Japan. Um, I bought several of them. Some of them have some color issues because, of course, they do. Let me tell you, DBZ Movie 1 looks great, though. That's a good-looking one. Yeah, you just... When I look at those movies, I'm just... I try not to think about the color. I just look at how crisp all those lines yeah, are and how yeah, it's yeah. one of the most beautiful modern Dragon Ball <laughs> releases. And uh -huh. I just cherish it for what it is. It's really strange that that stuff hasn't come over here like Crunchyroll could pick that up and it's weird because it all it served as the basis for those limited theatrical screenings too um like when they aired movie eight over here movie 12 and the bardock special so the bardock and trunks tv specials did get full 
HD remasters, those didn't get a home release in Japan. They've aired on, on cable over in Japan, but they haven't gotten a home release. So that's something for Japan still. They could release those. Uh, and over here, they could release all of that. Um, I don't know if they feel like because Funimation already put out their own Blu-ray remasters of the films, is that kind of like double dipping, um, repeating yeah. the same product? I think so, and especially when the way with the way those were marketed. Yes, we've remastered the movies, mm-hmm. and what? Who exactly would these appeal to as a wider audience right now? Maybe they just need to wait for Tuper to start. Mm. Yeah, we'll talk about that, I suppose. I don't got anything else on home video releases. I consistently wonder if we're ever going to get a Blu-ray release of the um, Heroes promotional anime. Um, I feel like that's an easy win for Japan. I don't. Maybe they don't think anyone will buy it. They are underestimating. Yeah. <laughs> at least the Western, the way the Western fans look at Heroes and the way people are so hungry for still frames moving across the screen, mm-hmm. calling it the best Sakuga they've ever seen. Uh, no, we, the royal we collectively eat that shit up and they should absolutely, fun of, Crunchimation should absolutely license that out and, and put that out here. Put it on Adult Swim or something. Those episodes are short enough. That's the perfect place for something like that, right? Yeah. A short attention span. Goku versus that time lady though, huh? That's happened after I stopped watching, so. It's not that much better in the manga. Anyway, so over in video games, uh, can I think... I think next episode on the podcast, we'll we'll be talking about this. Um, let's start with Kakarot. We're in season two, baby. $40 all day. To be fair, they are three complete stories as opposed to, I forget how they phrase it, like episodes or whatever. They phrased it for Battle of Gods and Resurrection F. Um, Bardock is out today as we're recording. Um, mm-hmm. You and I have not touched it yet. I think we're all installed and ready to go. We just haven't gotten yeah. to it. Uh, Randy's got a head start on us, bastard. Yeah, he is already looking at Bardock's nipples. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't have any thoughts or opinions on it yet. We will share those soon. We know that we have a, a full season of Kakarot DLC coming our way, though. Uh, and they already teased what the second one will be, and it seems to be 23rd Tenkei Chibidokai. Very curious. Uh, as I think a lot of people have said, like, oh, this this bursts open the, the non-Z potential for stuff. I think we've already gone beyond that but with prior material. But a tournament, so it, would it just be a boss rush? Are you only going to play as Goku? Are you going to play like the, the semifinals onward? Uh, I'm real curious what that'll be like. I'm especially curious given the gameplay of Kakarot versus the small battling field of the 20, uh, just of the Budokai yeah, yeah. Uh, stage. And given that five of the eight contestants could fly, mm-hmm. uh, I think, yeah, because Noah, maybe something like that. I forget who the eighth person was. I was thinking it was Yajirobe, but no, he got knocked out in the semifinals or, or before the tournament started. But so you got Shen, because Kami can fly. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Shen versus Piccolo Yamcha. Fly. Piccolo yeah, versus yeah. Kududin. Um, yeah. Tenshinhan versus Tao Pai Pai. Yeah, so we don't know if Tao Pai Pai can fly. Probably not. Uh, it's unspecified if Yamcha can fly at that point in the series. Chi-Chi cannot fly. Right, Goku versus Chi-Chi. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. so that covers everyone. Okay. So, I, yeah, I'm curious what that gameplay is going to be like. It's going to have to be different. Is there going to be an adventure to it? Because if they're calling this a whole, like, story arc... Yeah, I expect more. And and hopefully yeah. not just cutscenes. Like, you, you want some kind of 
at least limited map exploration. And I don't know what that would be for a tournament unless you really expand upon the story. But then again, once you're at the tournament, you're at the tournament. They don't go anywhere else. So the only thing I could hmm. be like is you're going to learn the story of how Goku got that turban and that umbrella. Yeah. Mm. And, hmm. and then it hits up to a point and then you do the tournament, whatever that ends up looking like. Yeah. I'm excited regardless. I love that part of the series. So the 23rd mm-hmm. Budokai was some of my earliest um, fan sub material. And it wasn't even fan subs. It was Nippon Golden Network recordings uh, that I got. Uh, There's one episode in particular that was the tracking was so bad and unfixable that it was audio only for me. And to me, and I, it's weird because I say that episode remains in my memory as audio only. And I can't remember which specific episode it is. I think if I were, was watching it straight through, I'd be like, I've never seen this episode before. I only know the sound from this episode. Um, it's like to me how the last episode of GT does not have subtitles because I got that so early on in my fandom um, as a raw tape that like my brain can't process the fact that episode 64 of GT is actually subtitled in English and has been for uh, 20 years now. Yeah, that arc is my favorite in the entire series. And so it's great. Yeah. I, I just, it's to me that there's a, the part of that arc that sticks out in my mind is when, um, Piccolo and Kudadin are fighting and Piccolo's arm stretches across the, st- the stage after Piccolo. Yeah. And the way that Toriyama like curves uh-huh. the grid of the stage, like th- that was him at the top of his game. Yeah. And it continued on through the Cyan arc, but I, th- I just think, uh, yeah, I, I, I love it. I can't wait to see what Kakarot does with it. Yeah. So what's the third one going to be? And would it be the last one because we are in extended life support for every game here. I don't think it's going to be the last season pass. Yeah, for sure. Especially because Kakarot just got second life, a second wind on new consoles. Uh huh. Right. Um, do you do Toa and Mira? Do you bring them back? Cause they were in the base game. Yeah. Do you adapt, um, like the two Kula movies that could work? Yeah, people been asking about movie stuff, and I feel like if we didn't have Super Broly, um, movie A Broly would be like a prime candidate for this kind of stuff. <laughs> Heroes doesn't have any qualms about putting Broly versus Broly, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also Broly has Super Saiyan Four. I feel like they could do an entire season of GT, and fans actually would be very interested in that. Yeah, I, I was looking at how much I was think, trying to think about how much production that would would entail Mm. if you do gt let's say you start from the beginning and you're going to all these different planets that's all these different new maps you have to make new areas uh like even when we did the trunks dlc that was largely just an adapted version of west city i think uh same kind of geometry was already there they just destroyed it uh bardock is a new new planet vegeta and then i'm sure there's different wasteland areas for the 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 meat the meat planet yes. in the movie i don't like you the way you said special. meat there that was weird I, I, I was like as it was coming out of my mouth i'm like is this is this the term i'm looking for no it is it is then the 23rd tenkaichi budokai we already well we have the the boo arc version of that stage which okay. is much larger yeah uh so they're gonna have to shrink that they're gonna have to change papaya island all right to so some degree. all right ken what will the third one be for this season pass you and I got to get on record here what we think they're going to do. I think GT. You think GT will be the third thing? Baby arc. Because they really feel like they have to be standalone things at this point. Because they're individual stories. You think You think baby arc, right? And I say that because the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai is really just the second half of the Piccolo arc. Yeah. So they're already being like, well, here's just the second half of this story. Yeah. 
JSET special. Ooh, okay. A whole arc out of that? I mean, <laughs> arc. It's a couple fights. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that's a great prediction, but I think it's, uh, you know, an out there one. Let's assume they do season pass three. What are, well, we won't outline another three, but what do you think they could cover? Do you think, I think, they would go into movie territory beyond here? I think we would get Kula. I think we would get OG Broly. I think it's, if they're, if they're going to do the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai, I think it's time to just go back to the beginning. Yeah. A lot of that world map can just stay the same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Goku can still traverse on uh, Kintun, so. Mm-hmm. Peel off arc, let's go. Yeah, just do that. And then you do peel off and peel off plus 21st, I guess. And then red ribbon plus a 22nd. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then you finish off with Piccolo and then done. you've done all of Dragon Ball. Hmm. Hey, you know there's other video games? No, just Kakarot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of Kakarot coming to uh, current gen, <laughs> we are actually due current gen platform releases of Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, not just that, but the current gen versions are going to be getting rollback netcode um, when that finally hits. Um, that should be out this year. Uh, I look forward to that. Is it time to just do uh, you know all inclusive fighters current gen release? Is that what you do? You might as well, right? I mean, that game is like five dollars consistently. <laughs> So you put out a $60 thing with everything on current gen. I think that's an easy sell. It would also be an easy sell with Xenoverse too. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think they want to keep you your wallet bleeding. People think they're going to get Xenoverse 3 this year. No, you're going to get Xenoverse 2 on PS5 next year. That mm-hmm. is how that's going to go. And I might get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's a free upgrade, I'll take it. Uh, all of, Thankfully, they all have been. I mean, Xbox is doing the smart delivery. Although, as we're talking right now, uh, sorry, Microsoft players, but that uh, Kakarot save file thing uh, seems to be an issue. I, I guess there's an issue, too, if you bought uh, Kakarot digitally on PSN. There's been some redemption issues getting that done. I had a disc version of that game, though. Same. So I guess let's mention Xenoverse 2. They're still going. I mean, we're getting superhero stuff in that game right now. They've continued to tease that. So if, you know, it's January and they're not done with superhero stuff for that game, I mean, people really want and think Xenoverse 3 is coming. I I don't think Xenoverse 3 is coming. I don't even know what you would get out of it at this point. I mean, all of the arcs are, well, minus Dragon Ball, Mm -hmm, but, mm -hmm. you know, all the arcs are there. All the characters are there. What what do you, what 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 would you get out of a Xenoverse three? What would that do for you? I think updated mechanics. Xenoverse two is such a weird game to me because I feel like they 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 keep selling characters, but the selling point in that game is you playing your own character created character. Mm-hmm. But I guess by selling more characters, you get those characters' moves. The only time I would ever play as other characters is I wanted to be like, let's have Frieza fight Kula, and I want to hear their unique dialogue. Yeah. And that would be it. The universe is also a really weird series for me because every time I load it up, it tickles a strange nostalgia section of my brain for me when it starts doing that. The NPR um, morning edition. I'm going to sound like the oldest person on the planet right now. <laughs> the NPR morning edition, like music sounds like, the like load screen, yeah. load title screen from Xenoverse oh, 2, and it kills me every time. <laughs> I don't know what to say about it. So I guess 
Oh, we got to talk about heroes. I, I briefly mentioned this, but we're six missions into Ultra God Mission, um, and the series is 12 years old at this point. Um, Universe Mission and Big Bang Mission were both 12 missions long. So assuming the Ultra God Mission at least matches that, that would easily take us into next year um, if missions come out every couple months. Uh, I think that's how they'll go. Uh, every time Heroes gets new missions, I'm like, I can't believe this is still going. But compared to things like Bakaretsu Impact and the other series that came before Heroes, this is really the one that's stuck. I, I think Heroes is going to hit the 20-year mark. I mean, I, I really think they'll just keep going with this. It must be nice to have a vibrant arcade right. <laughs> system, yeah. If, if something like Heroes were here and being constantly supported, do you think you would be playing it? Going to the arcade, buying the cards, thousand percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just that. It, I don't have on the list here, but I mean, Dokkan Battle and Legends are also like these silent, multi-billion-dollar oh, <laughs> generating yeah. machines for this franchise. They got Therese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're gonna get all of us eventually somehow. <laughs> um, it's especially as someone who has been. Um, I don't like using the word addicted. That's a very stigmatizing word. Um, someone that has been playing a lot of Marvel Snap over the last several weeks, and especially looking at what they have done in Xenoverse 2 with the, the figures. I, I don't remember because I never play it much of those things. The Xenoverse 2 side game and then the Kakarot side game, like they keep half making heroes into these other games while not releasing either an update to World Mission or a sequel to World Mission. Or just making a robust mobile version of Dragon Ball Heroes instead of their other digital Dragon Ball games, like that IC card ass thing that went nowhere. Imagine if Dragon Ball Heroes was just on your phone. That would be bad. That that would be. <laughs> what would I do? <laughs> I would be justifying a lot of um, Apple bills to someone else in this household. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes me angry, but also happy at the same time. So let's move on from, I don't know where Dokkan or Legends are at. I They're still going. People seem to love it. They're putting heroes characters in those games. So good on you folks. I'm, I'm very happy for you. Uh, and I'm happy that I'm not playing those games because I only have limited time in my life. Ken, I want to ask you about figures. You seem mm. like the right person to ask about this. Uh, my passion. I, I've got Tullus coming, I think, next month. That one with the cape mm. and, and the fruit that everyone was into. Oh, and I was like, yeah, I got to order that. Um, yeah. and then I saw the price on that. I'm like, well, this is a one and done. This is dangerous. <laughs> um, Ken, what do you have pre-ordered right now? <laughs> oh no. Okay. I have that tell us ordered. I've got uh form two Frieza and he sent me back like $90. Uh, I just got imperfect cell first form cell in yesterday. Uh-huh. He's, beautiful he's large he's bigger than perfect cell which is i don't remember how that scaled specifically <laughs> but there's a lot of problems with that perfect cell figure uh and then i also have uh super saiyan 4 vegeta mm. just hit my pile of loot on big bad toy store no sponsorship included can, can i ask i'll be shipping him can i ask how much was the super saiyan 4 vegeta figure how many episodes are there of gt when you think about it with a technicality Okay. That's how much he costs. Okay. That's actually more reasonable than I thought. I was expecting a three-digit figure on that. No, no, maybe in the aftermarket. I mean, Vegeta figures sell out quickly because when they make Goku figures, he's basically mass produced. Yeah. Vegeta figures sell out faster and then go crazy in the aftermarket. Got it. Okay. Buy your Vegeta figures fast. I mean, I, I say this, I feel like every podcast episode and every like 
Reddit response I make, but if you went into a coma in 1997 and you woke up today and you looked at what action figures are available for order, you opened up your favorite magazine, V-Jump, this new magazine called Psycho Jump, you wouldn't know that GT has been off the air because it's omnipresent (laughs) in the Dragon Ball marketing mass production machine. You probably wonder why the V-Jump was so much more expensive, though. That's true. Yeah. You know, it cost me like 20 bucks to ship Psycho Jump every month. I really hate this. That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's for good. I don't know a whole lot about figures. I live vicariously through you. I know there's a lot of different lines of figures, um, different price points. um, And we're going to have some tweets about this. So I guess let's hold off on figures and we'll come back around to it. There's more stuff coming. Um, Hey, (laughs) hey, Ken, how about that television series that's coming? You might as well say what about how's how's the Switch 2 looking? Yeah. 2025, that's my guess. Look, I have never played the like insider game. And at this point in my life, I am significantly re- removed from what little I did have um, many years back, maybe like a decade ago. I have no clue what's going on. I, I can't make any kind of commentary on who knows what or why they know what, um, what they may know or have changed. I don't think anyone knows anything. I can only sit back and laugh at this point. Yeah. Um, we'll address this in some upcoming responses. And by upcoming responses, I mean right now. So we threw out the ask over on Twitter while Twitter still exists. I feel like we've been saying that for a while. We're on life support. I... Is it Tyson that said this too? But like, I'm going down with the ship, man. This is this is my yeah. thing. This is where I've been. The the other ones just don't hit the same. No. We asked, what are you looking forward to for Dragon Ball in 2023? We got uh, actually a lot more responses than I, I thought we would get. It really kicks off here. Zero like that super anime that's totally coming this year. Um, then anime offs our uh, new game, probably. Uh, thinking <laughs> emoji plus the inevitable web anime. So, Ken, this actually reminds me of what I consider a funny story. Many, many, many years ago. So this would have been 2011. Um, there were some of the blank blank book.com variety of sites that ran with some stories like the Dragon Ball anime is totally coming back. And this was before years before Battle of Gods, years before Super. And then also, oh, the, and the Dragon Ball manga is coming back. And then years removed from their initial uh, quote unquote reporting, Dragon Ball SD began. And I very specifically remember a follow-up article. It was like, well, we were right. When there's smoke, there's fire. And this is what we were talking about. Like, motherfucker, no, it was not. You just wrote whatever you wanted to. And miraculously, several years later, something sort of adjacent to Dragon Ball began. I wonder if some of that is happening with the Sandland (laughs) uh, animation. Oh. Where, again, I am completely removed from any kind of insider track here. But I, I do wonder how many of the people are taking that as an opportunistic opportunity to tie in. Oh, well, something was out. That's totally what I meant. I just don't know where the bandwidth is for a new Dragon Ball series. Uh, You know, ever since Super ended, One Piece has been firing on all cylinders in terms of animation with the Wano arc. I can't wait. And I uh, I don't expect Toei to go, hey, let's cut one piece off at the knees just to put Dragon Ball back on TV. But then you have the, I, I think, very fair responses of, well, you see what kind of money Dragon Ball makes overseas, right? Isn't that 
a bigger number and isn't that more important than your little domestic show that you have airing on fuji tv it is funny i people t- will talk about luffy's transformations as like the most iconic transformation in anime and it's like goku's right here <laughs> what are you talking about uh we better get back to these tweets before i say more bad stuff uh <laughs> joe says uh the one and only raccoon bob i'm sorry uh to see if goku will fly at the thanksgiving parade again and how they'll pronounce japanese words i think we always look forward to uh, mr roker and what he will say now goku's been there on non like years where there's not really been any dragon ball i, thing, I right? think he started for ahead of super broly and has been there consistently yeah. since yeah i'd have to He's, Go back and check he's that. He's the new Sonic the Hedgehog. He is. Uh, I think he's going to continue to be there. Um, let's see. Darth Tater, live action reboot announcement. Literally anything we better than Evolutions. Uh, no, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Broomy Kaboomy. Gohan will be studying in the back room. Pon gets in trouble for watching Beavis and Butthead at Piccolo's house and was told she can't watch that show. Piccolo gets scolded. Fidel gets in a fight and beats up neighbors. That's totally what's going to happen. Bet on it. Put this man in the dragon room immediately. Multiple people saying like, uh, an anime that continues that, a supposed anime, uh, you know, that web anime, that thing. We'll we'll come back around to that maybe. Uh, let's see. Mario says, hoping Viz releases more of the colored Dragon Ball manga. More things that will not happen for sure. Yeah, if that was going to happen, it would have happened a long time ago. Just don't see it i mean those are probably more expensive to produce than they're worth for them yeah with the size and the color and a, 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 an extremely reasonable price point i think we'll hit that again in a minute um let's see uh jay says the sequel to fighters i don't think i ever enjoyed playing a dragon ball fighting game as much as i did that one um that is a, a big question do we think they'll just i think anyway they'll do a complete reissue of fighters for current gen platforms um but the question is i mean it was so successful and yeah arxis has uh, a lot of projects going on i don't think you drop this though i think you you either do a sequel or you do the right jump force which is <laughs> arxis making the jump crossover game yeah what was a jump superstars just remake that God, it was so good yeah i would 100 percent play a new platform fighter game that had Goku and Jotaro in it and all that goodness. Light yeah. from Death Note for some reason. <laughs> Hooded Cyan Red says nothing. And this is the kind of thing, like, I think this is just kind of like a shit post. And, you know, people see a giant account tweeting out a question like this and they just, you know, say whatever. I, I, I just can't get behind something like this, though. And, I, and that's weird to me because I feel like I'm also the person that continuously says like you don't have to like everything it's okay to not be content with the products that are coming out you know, you don't need to just eat up everything that comes just because it says dragon ball on it um, but at the same time i'm still optimistic for for the future of dragon ball and I, and I think there are cool things going on and i want i want to see what's coming out the gift of more dragon ball i guess you got me <laughs> uh you the rumbling 93 says dragon ball buster limit two. i wonder if they mean burst limit two. uh and hopefully the confirmation that gohan will be the main lead along with goten and trunks uh i'm looking forward to the manga with goten and trunks uh let's see kbaz physical release of superhero haven't seen it yet so yeah they're looking forward to superhero there's there's a lot of people um that didn't get a chance to or didn't feel comfortable going to see it in theaters uh and a home release is the first opportunity to truly see it and you know great quality a great screen great audio at home 
Just have to tweak your color settings yeah, on your TV. Just a little bit. I think you can do it. Uh, what do you think the, the odds are on a fixed Crunchyroll release? <laughs> Zero. They haven't proven themselves with this before. I mean, it was Manga UK who saved the day with Broly. Mm. Uh, so I really, I really have, I'm not expecting anything. I am not expecting to take my copy of superhero out of the, the wrapper. I actually haven't put mine in to watch it. I was so excited to get that Japanese release in and check out the 4k. It was just mm-hmm. over the, at the end of last year. I got my first 4k display and you know, I'm very excited mm-hmm. checking things out and I didn't put it in. Uh, I don't have the problem. With I'm too busy playing Yakuza again. If they, put out the 4k release here i would absolutely buy it in a heartbeat and i would open it immediately and pop that bad boy in because i would love to watch that movie in 4k i said we would take it back to figures you, you got to explain some stuff to me because i don't necessarily know everything oh. but Scoozlert says some of the ichiban kuji figures not looking yeah. forward to the price though so what's up here yeah so the ichiban kuji figures uh i believe that the, they did a, a whole series of them a while ago that were the cyan arc figures okay and oh so it was like nice. they're really kind of uh like of that era of Toriyama style figures. So there was this, uh, I know Joe was posting about it once. There was like a cool Vegeta in there where he's got his arms crossed and his cyan armor. Mm. And they, 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 did, okay. they did a Nappa from that. They did everyone in that whole line. That's that. Um, they are kind of a higher price point than I believe some of what I prefer to buy from Ben Presto. Ben Presto makes a lot of figures that are a very uh, palatable $27 price point. <laughs> okay. Uh, of um, the little like statues, but you know, they're still big things. Uh, Ichiban Kuji, though, yeah. Th- there's like several different tiers that you're looking at. There's like also Grandista and uh, what is it called? Like the bl- the Blood war- Warriors, Blood of Warriors or something. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of different tiers of stuff that Band Presto makes, different lines, all at different price points. And basically anything that's not that, uh, I believe it's the Ichiban Show line is up there. I really like figures. And I ran I out of shelf space, so I, I don't buy them that often, but... But you bought a bootleg Moro. <laughs> I sure did. He's still. Hold on. I don't want to knock over my drink. Here he... Yeah, he's still here. I still have him right next to me. Right here in the recording. He looks studio. good. He looks good. Uh, he looks better on camera than he does in person. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, let me get back over to tweets. All right. Um. Oh, right. I wanted to read this. This came from Aram Spider King X. This was written in Spanish, I believe. Um, and if I do a translation of it, um, what is there to look forward to if we literally have nothing but the um, the Mucuroso manga, which seems to be translated either as dingy or filthy? Um, this is another one of those shit posts, but I don't want to necessarily give them the time of day, but I do want to give them the time of day. Um, I, I just don't think that's fair. Um, as much as I ended up not liking the granola arc as a whole, um, there's still a lot of stuff that individually I liked in there and I love the Moro arc and I'm excited to see what comes next. I, I have friends. I would consider them good friends who vehemently dislike what Toyotaro does with Super uh-huh. uh, all the way through. Um, so I'm a bit sympathetic towards people who have this opinion just because I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I know a lot of people who would agree. Um, but I think we're at a turning point right now where a lot of the issues people had with the Goku and Vegeta show are, it's shifting, at least for now. I think yeah, we're going to go yeah. back to that at some point. I think we have to. I think that's where we're going to end up with Frieza at some point, but... I think we're in a, just a little little fun adventure that's tying into something that people who didn't like the Goku and Vegeta show also loved. 
So I think people have all sorts of different reasons for not liking Toyotaro. So I don't know whether this person's problems are with the narrative, with the Goku and Vegeta, with the, the weird necks that Toyotaro likes to do, is his dingy anatomy, let's say that. Mugroso anatomy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it sucks. I wish they could find something to enjoy in it. Um, I think... What is there else to say that I haven't said for the past two episodes about Toyota? <laughs> That's leave right. it at that. We'll go on. Um, we had a bunch of actual like conversation happening here with, um, let's see, Gabby and Blaze Shadow and I talking about SH Fig Arts and um, wanted to see some more, especially with uh, Goten and Trunks from Superhero. Um, good stuff there. Um, let's see, Alex says, not really a thing, but looking forward to everyone reflecting on the 10th anniversary of Battle of Gods. Yeah, we we really like doing the five and the ten year look backs at stuff here on, on the podcast. Uh, and I'm pretty sure we did a five year retrospective on it's weird to say retrospective with only five years uh, with Battle of Gods. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to watch it again for the ten year anniversary. I very specifically have not watched it in these last five years, um, kind of looking ahead to this 10th anniversary. I'm, I'm both excited and horrified to go back. I say specifically because I'm sure I will bring this up. In the meantime, I have been watching One Piece and I've been watching the One Piece theatrical films concurrent with where they should have been in that broadcast. So I have seen Film Z. I have seen, yes. I have seen what happened with One Piece at the same time of Battle of Gods. I got real angry watching that movie. Those are good movies. The One Piece ones. Uh, some Stampede of them are okay. Is okay. Did you ever uh, watch movie six? The Baron. O- yeah, 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 we did. One? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That one's really good. Uh, let's see. So I think this kind of relates to some other things we were talking about. Uh, Sean, kaboom. My ongoing pipe cream anticipation is for Viz to announce a fancy, truly collectible quality to release of the original manga, hardcover, uncut, and with the intact color pages like what uh, FMA and JoJo, and I would also say Fist and the North Star, that's what I've been buying, have been getting. Uh, plus maybe an overdue revised translation in the mix too. Yeah, if Caleb's too busy, give us a call. Uh, also the intimate arrival of my figure, Super Saiyan 4 Vegeta figure. Um, we continuously wonder if the Gerard issue is preventing, whether it's the continuation of the full color or some kind of like real Jojo or Fist in the North Star kind of like style release of the Dragon Ball manga. Do they just not have the bandwidth to do it? Um, would they use the old translation? I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a million different factors there. Pandemic still as well, like actual supply chain issues. I was discussing with Tyson uh, yesterday, actually, how tragic a lot of the translations are <laughs> of manga from like 2010s and before then. Yeah. Uh, if you go and you read Naruto through Viz, it gives you a nice timeline of how their translation style shifted from going to with one translator and then someone doing a script adaptation yeah, to eventually right. losing that script adapter and just having a translator going forward. And then mm-hmm. you get to a much less liberal translation into something that's more kind of aligned with the actual script itself. I don't know if we'll ever see them go back to Dragon Ball for this. I think Dragon Ball is, it's the same thing we talked about, like with these, with the movies and the, the new uh, scans that they did. Mm -hmm. People already have this stuff. Who's the audience that, that really cares? The wants a new version that, that we do like we do. You say that, but I know we keep bringing this up, but Sailor Moon is on version three of its translation. Who does them? Viz? Is it Kadansha specifically? Oh. I I lost the the line on that. I just I I wonder if Viz looks at it and goes, well, we could have translators do these other seventeen sure. new jump series that started, or yeah, yeah. we could go back and redo Dragon Ball. And I just I don't know if 
that's in the math for them. But yes, I would love it. I would uh, I would topple this shelf over and have replaced <laughs> the whole thing. But no, I don't think so. Same. Uh, Large Lizard says, definitely the 23rd Badoka DLC for Kakarot. Also more of the AB Group Blu-rays. Yeah, I think they're referring to the... Uh, the French stuff there, for sure. Uh, also a friend of the show, Gabe, for them to fix breakers. Been hearing exclusively mid things about it. Haven't felt tempted to pick it up. Uh, yeah, breakers has been weird for me because I know it's there. I bought it cheap. We had a real good session playing with um, some of our Mario Kart buddies actually one night. Um, and I just haven't gone back to it. Um, I'm actually a little worried that I got my jollies out in the beta time frame for that game and I had my fill, even though I, I am much more lenient on that game than I think most people are. Um, every time it gets brought up, I love seeing AJ's responses to it in particular. That just makes me laugh. Um, I want to play more of that game, but I just don't see where it fits into my life right now. <laughs> I always forget breakers exists until yeah. someone mentions it. And yeah. just of what I've seen of that game, it, when they first showed it, it seemed like a great concept. Cool, you're doing something different. Like Fusions was a different kind of game, and I loved that. So yeah. different Dragon Ball, good. And then I started watching gameplay stuff of it, and everyone's moving super stiff. It is janky, and, yeah. buddy. So, yeah, if Gabe is here, wants them to fix it, I say, hey, listen to this guy. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I'll check out Breakers couple responses in a row uh a friend of the show zenpai the rest of the kakarot dlc um dan 23rd budokai dlc for kakarot we think our kakarot buddies are all here uh let's see uh i never know how to say your name is it git kaliba or jeet kaliba um finally getting to see superhero reading more of its accompanying manga arc and the rest of the kakarot dlc um Mitchell here says, I was jokingly going to say the Zenkai Battle Royale home version joke circa 2012, but I learned the game is still active, so that's my prediction. Thank me later. <laughs> was it you or Heath who always predicts that? It was both of us. I, I think okay. one of us would give up on it. The other person would like come in behind and say, hey, how about the Zenkai Battle Royale? It's based on PS3 hardware. It's such an easy port. I was telling Mary today that A Realm Reborn is actually like 10 years old. And I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen since the PS3 days. Like, come on, Zenkai Battle Royale. You know, if if FF14 can span three platforms, if uh, GTA five can span three platforms. Yeah, get with the time of putting your 10-year-old game out on current hardware. Exactly. Let's go. Uh, a few people say, uh, this is another guy, I think his name is Randy, the next Blu-ray set from AB Group. Heck, maybe they can get one out of Dragon Ball and get the first set of Z out in 2023, a man can dream. Uh, let's see. The Rock says, that's their name. It's not that The Rock says, is that this person's name is, quote, The Rock says, unquote. Uh, oh. Xenoverse 3 or Budokai Tenkaichi 4 <laughs> announcement. Um, I would expect a Budokai Tenkaichi 3 remake with some new things like online multiplayer. I, I'm sorry, folks. You're not getting that Sparking Meteor Budokai Tenkaichi 3 remaster. I, we're, it's just not happening. I don't know, man. At this point, the fans are doing it themselves. I mean, yeah. that the modding scene on Budokai Tenkaichi it's 3 wild. is wild. Yeah, they have the Tournament of Power. They've got Broly. I've seen, they've made Moro in that game, yep, all yep. forms of Moro. So uh, if you just do some Googling, <laughs> if you want that game. I'm going to leave it there. That Responses are still coming in. Like literally as I'm saying these words, I Twitter just refreshed and the new response, they're going to keep coming in for a while, I think. Um, but that's what everyone has to say, especially because we've been recording for over an hour. <coughs> and if we record any longer, it's actually going to hit the point that Heath said he was available and I'm going to have to go to bed and I'll be like, sorry, dude. 
Um, Ken, we kind of gave our predictions along the way. Let's just kind of wrap it up with what, what do you most I, I like being positive, even when I'm critical of things. I like having an upbeat view of the future. What are you most optimistic about in 2023 for Dragon Ball? Uh, so uh, in two different categories, I'm, I'm most optimistic about Kakarot because I love that game. <laughs> sure, And sure. I think the DLC will be great. Uh, but I am most looking forward to where Super goes. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of I'm so interested in what they're going to do with it because it's such a uh, strange place that we're in that uh, who knows i'm with you i'm, I'm real curious to see if we're going to get the full movie adaptation in the manga i'm kind of leaning towards no i'm also real curious where heroes is gonna go just because i feel like <laughs> heroes said you know what we're gonna do our own tournament of power with blackjack and hookers and they did <laughs> So what could they either do next as their own original story or just recycle something from previous existing material? Um, well, here's my prediction. Yeah. Uh, put me on the map for this one. Okay. I think if we do not get the anime this year, and I don't think we will, I think this will be the year that the video games and the toy lines say it's time to start including yeah. manga-only things. Uh, we've already had two statues designed by Toyotaro, so it's not yeah. like and and they were marketed as, as "Hey, this is the Toyotaro guy. He did mm-hmm. these figures." Yep, yep. Uh, so I I don't I don't think it's totally unprecedented to see something with that kind of branding for him. Uh, I I think this will be the year where they go, "Hey, it's that we got this well. We got to start pulling from." That will mean we're going to have to get voice actors for some of these characters, but. Let's do it. I want it. I want a real Moro figure. Not this bad one. <laughs> Jank ass. <laughs> it's fine. It's just not the Moro I want. I want the old goat. I don't want the... It's the Moro you deserve, yeah, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ken, what's going on? Where can people find you? How are things going? Uh, yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter. Uh, I haven't talked about this before, but I also have my own comic that I do. It's called Ooh. The Chris Comics. Uh, you can find that through my Twitter. It's just its own its own Twitter feed that I do. Uh, and I what is that pages, Twitter? Uh, at the Chris Comics. Or my own Twitter, at yeah, Detective both. X. Yeah. Detective X. Ah, I've heard Detective that Detective X. Yeah, yes. I've, seen, I've yeah. seen their art. If you call me Detective X in real life, I will crawl out of my skin. <laughs> it's so cringe, but uh, yeah, that, I'm, I'm, it's the name I deserve. I know I've mentioned this, but especially you know, 20 years ago, a convention is just hearing down the hallway. Hey, EX! I'm like, oh God, please. Please don't mm. say that. That's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that's Ken. My name is Mike. Speaking of EX, Vegito EX is uh, the name you can find me at everywhere, whether it be Twitter or Twitch or all the associated things. Um, I feel like every time you and I record an episode, we're like, hey, come check out a Mario Kart thing. And then like off that upcoming week, there's mm. nothing for them to actually watch. But by the time that people hear this episode, so I'm actually going to be out of town this weekend. So this might be late the next coming week. So I think we will be playing Mario Kart the next upcoming time. Uh, you guys might be playing without me this weekend and I'm super jealous. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, you can <laughs> you can always uh, Skype in from your phone. <laughs> uh, com. That is Kanzenshu.com. I got uh, to catch up on some more translation stuff. Uh, part f- I forget we were at last time. Uh, part four of the Super History Book video game translations is up. Part five, which covers Xenoverse. Uh, I would love to get to that this upcoming week. Uh, things have just been a little bit busy around here at uh, Kanzenshu East Headquarters. I do want to mention what's coming up on upcoming podcast episodes. Uh, next episode, theoretically, you will be back. Uh, Randy will be back. We'll talk about that Kakarot DLC. I have a big old box of stuff coming in from Japan. Uh, I thought about doing this last month as a follow-up to some other conversation that was happening. But then I said, hey, I got to buy some things to double check some things. Uh, I got a box of old magazines coming in. We're going to do a little more GT research. So stay tuned for what's coming up there. Episode 500 is coming up this year. Um, that weirds me out a little bit. I, I know we definitely should have been at 500 a long time ago, but you know, life comes at you fast sometimes. Um, so stay tuned for that. I've been planning that for years and thinking about what I'm going to do there. Uh, and yeah. You know, at some point, once we get further into the superhero arc, I'd love to sit down and talk about the timeline of post-tournament of power things. I would love to just sit you down and just let you go. Yeah. Well, I'm actually, I think if we ever do that, I'm yeah. going to have to make graphics and you're going to have to edit a YouTube version. <laughs> oh, no. That's, oh, no. Because you cannot explain the stuff with words. You need to have visuals for it. It's so confusing. So all over the place. You need to see the panels as they're happening. And All right. <laughs> Maybe we can hire someone. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a few months down the line. Okay. All right. Well, look forward to it, as they say. Uh, I mentioned the site. I mentioned the address, Konzenshu.com. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you next time here at Konzenshu, the podcast. Bye-bye.